0: You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikenna Okeke and be blessed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy New Year. Praise the Lord. Happy New Everything. Amen. Most importantly, Happy New You. Somebody is not living here the same way he came. In the name of Jesus, Isaiah 28 verse 16, quickly, it says, therefore thus says the Lord God, behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a trite stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, whoever believes will not act hastily. Can you give us a living Bible? Let's take that as well. The Living Bible, easy to read version or amplified, any of them or all of them, yes? Let's read this soon. But the Lord God says, see, I'm placing a foundation stone in Zion, a firm, tested, precious cornerstone that is safe to build your 2021 on. He says, he who believes need never run away again. You're not running anywhere again in Jesus' name. Can we have the amplified or the easy-to-read version? Thank you. Let's read this together as well. Therefore, the Lord God says this. Listen carefully. I'm laying in Zion. I hope you know Zion represents the church. A stone, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for the secure foundation, firmly placed. He who believes, who trusts in, relies on and adheres to that stone will not be disturbed or give way in sudden panic. And somebody says, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to try to speak to us this early day in the year on the theme A Faith Which Has Foundations. A Faith Which Has What? Foundations. Like we saw in the text we read, in the verse we read, it says, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, tested, tested. You see, this talks about the ions that are used in construction. Every of those ions you see are marked because from the factory they are tested. And depending on their capacity, they write what they can carry. And our God is saying to us that the stone he's using for a foundation is a tested stone. That is certain to carry all the weight that is put on it. Praise the Lord, somebody. And you remember on, at the crossover, we began to look at what God was saying to us as a people and as a church. And what did he say? He says what? I am, I am, I can't hear you. I am almighty God. Praise the Lord. I am almighty God. And later he said to Moses, I am that I am. Okay. I am almighty God. And when I went home, the Lord asked me a question, which I want to ask you. If he is, if your God is almighty God, is the almighty God, what should you be? Have you thought about that? Where should you be located in this equation? If my God is the almighty God. Hallelujah. You know where you should be? You should be the all trusting child. Because you see, the reason I need to prepare myself or have a second option is if my first option will fail. But if my God is almighty, then what should I be doing? All trusting. And that is why the old school people taught us and say, well, trust and what? Obey. That is what all you need. That's all you need. Praise the Lord. So in this season, we must open The eyes of our spirit and behold him, the one who is almighty. And when we behold him, like the text we read, he says, we will not run away again. Tell your neighbor, I'm not running away again. I have the almighty. I'm no longer in panic. I have the almighty. I'm no longer afraid. I have what? The almighty God as my God. Praise the Lord. So he says to Abraham, just walk before me and be blameless. I can handle everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, there's so many things. You know, it's early in the year, so I think there's so many things the Lord wants to say. I'm trying to see how we can compress all of them and get a sermon within the time that is reasonable. Now, if you would come with me as well to 2 Kings chapter 2, there's a story there that we were supposed to look at before and... um, I don't want us to just leave that account and go, because I believe it is necessary for us in this season. I'll try and read quickly and jump a few places if necessary. 2 Kings chapter 2 from verse 1. And I'll read, come with me. And it came to pass, when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into the heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, What? Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, note, the sons of the prophets said to him, Then his master is saying to him, Now Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. But he said, "What? As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elijah and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me unto the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on and 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a the distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now, Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up and struck the water and it was divided this way and that so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Verse nine. And so it was when that crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, ask. What may I do for you before I'm taken away from you? Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. And verse 10, Elijah answered him, you have asked a hard thing. Do you see that there? You have asked what? But what's the next word? He says what? Nevertheless. Tell yourself, it doesn't matter the type of things I'm believing God for. Even in this 2021. Nevertheless. Nevertheless, what? If I keep following him, praise the Lord somebody. That's the thing that he, says, he said to him. You have asked a hard thing, but nevertheless, if you do what? If you see me, how will I see him if I'm following him? Tell yourself, I will not grow weary. You know, I'm always, I'm always full of desire when I see people at certain seasons in the year express certain, you know, interest in the things of God. But my heart, because I love you, I want you to know that the critical moment is not just now. It is every day. Last year, I begged us, if there is anything you want to know as a secret from Pastor Ken, it is consistency. And I regret that many have missed it because they were not consistent. You see, coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic is not an excuse in heaven. Is someone hearing me? is not an excuse god is on the throne his word abides forever he watches over his word to perform it he doesn't make provision and say if this happens this should not happen no he is the same yesterday today and what forever he says you should stand unmovable and what unshakable what it means is that situations and circumstances will come to do To try to shake you. They will come from above. They will come from beneath. They will come from around. They will even come from your household. They will come even from your mind. They will come from dreams. But what did they say to Elisha? Nevertheless, if you what? If you see me. It's talking about focus. It's talking about concentration. It's talking about not being distracted. May you no longer be distracted in the name of Jesus. May you no longer be blown about in the name of Jesus. May nothing turn your gaze away. Why? If you see him, hard things become easy. Praise the Lord. If you keep your focus. So he said to him, Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. You will see in the name of Jesus. Verse 11 says, Then it happened as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it. Do we see there? Elisha saw what happened. You will see what God is doing. You will not hear it in stories. You will see it. You will be there when you should be there. In the name of Jesus. When they call your name, you will answer present. Hallelujah. My wife was telling me that she probably won one of the things at the lottery, at the family fund day. But when they were calling the number, she wasn't there. And her number must have entered into what did they call it? Voicemail, Abby. They call you, didn't answer, enters voicemail. That's how you miss your, you will not miss yours in the name of Jesus. He said, Elisha saw it, and then he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and his horsemen. So he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Verse 14, let's read 14 to get everybody. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also, know the word, when he was, Also has struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elijah crossed over. May the Lord bless his word in Jesus' name. We are looking at a faith that has what foundations. The apostle Peter, before he died, shortly before he died, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 16, and I think 14, he was saying that he's about to die. But in 16, he was telling them something that. He said, for we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we are what? Eyewitnesses of his majesty. Can, can you give us amplified, please? Amplified or easy to read version. It says, look at what it says. It says, for we did not follow cleverly devised stories or myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we are eyewitnesses of his majesty, his grandeur, his authority, his sovereignty. Now, what is Peter saying here? Peter is saying that the faith we are talking about is not a nice story. Praise the Lord. You know, I've said it here, and I've learned in my life, one of the things I know about myself is that I'm not a very intelligent man. I think I'm very simple. I'm very basic. But there are people who are intelligent. They can sit you down and talk to you for five hours and your mouth is open. But at the end, you're wondering, what did they actually say? You were clapping, you were jumping. They, have, they, you know, they took you home, brought you out, you know, sold you, bought you back. And you see, as they're speaking, the thing is just entering, entering. They are, very, they are gifted and intelligent people who can tell stories. Peter says, the faith we have is not a clever, clever is not foolish. It's not a cleverly devised story. It's not a myth. It's not somebody telling you this or that. It has foundations. Praise the Lord. It has what? Foundations. It came from somewhere. And that is what we just celebrated at Christmas. For God so loved the world that what did he do? He gave his only begotten son. And that Christmas was the birth of that son. And then he lived and went to the cross and died for us. Which is what we are going to reenact and remember as we go to the table of communion. But Peter was saying something here to believers, to you and I. He said to me and he said to you as well. He said, Christian... Your faith is not based on stories. It is based what? On the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. What is that power of our Lord Jesus Christ? Our Lord Jesus, while he was on earth, one of the things he answered when they challenged him, said, show to us, prove to us. He said to them, we mentioned this at the crossover. He said, destroy this temple. And after three days, what will I do? I will raise it up. He said, destroy this temple. Now, which one is easier? It's easier to rebuild a house that has been broken down. There are architects, there are people, I mean, so most persons in Abuja now, when they buy some of these houses, they destroy it and rebuild it. Isn't that what they do? But ask one of the persons, can we kill you and come back after three days? Nobody will choose that option. You know why? Because only the Son of God could stand and say, I have power to lay my life down. And I have what? Power to pick it up. That is the foundation of our faith. Somebody, God himself, came to the earth and what? And surrendered himself and said to the devil, said to everything, do your worst. And when they finished doing their words, they ended up working for the purposes of God. For the Bible says, had they known, they would not have what? Crucified the Lord of Glory. That is why as a child of God, you must be sensitive when you say, all things are against me. The Bible told us of the father of Joseph, uh, Jacob. He shouted, all things are what? Against me. Little did he know that that was a turning point when all things will begin to work for his good. Why? When you be become a believer in this God wonders never cease wonders never cease ascribe greatness to the Lord our God for his what? he is the rock he is the rock we ascribe he is wonderful he does wonders he does mighty things and he does them effortlessly he does not prepare to do them you see one of the ways you know fake you know people is that whenever they want to do something they'll add some drama they will change some things you see when you study the lord jesus you will see how effortlessly how seamlessly many times after he walked they didn't know it was just the result they saw and then when they see the result they begin to ask who did that But when somebody is doing a miracle, and you see him more than the person he's working on, see that that person is a showman. He's there for business. And that's why someone can never share testimony in many places. Unless he says, until the man... What did they call it? Is it the commissioner of this commission? Or the man of this commission? You know, prayed for me. Until... No, you see, my prayers are nothing unless the God of heaven answers it. It's not him so... It's not him who sows, neither is it him who waters, what but God who does what? The increase. Any environment a man is being exalted, where your miracle depends on encounter with a man, you're in danger. Because one of the things that you must take note of, you know, this morning, is that the God you and I serve is a jealous God. In fact, he's not just jealous, his name is what? Jealous so anywhere you see things being done and god is not being sanctified god is not being kept on a level anywhere you can equate you can you know for whatever reason mix up who is god who is most important you know then you are in trouble why because anywhere god is he says i must be hallowed there are some things he does not tolerate My wife was saying to me, why is it that people don't take what you say seriously? I said, it's because I am a child of God. Because you see, it's only God or these cults that people must take everything they say by force. But when you serve God as a man, people must have the right to look at you and say, get away. That's how they say to the prophets of old. Remember, they'll finish speaking. They say, don't tell us anything. We're going our own way. Now, but if everything the man says you must do it or they will tell you you will die or something will happen then there's danger because that man has assumed the place of what of god it's not a place you should be comfortable in is somebody getting what i'm saying anyway in essence what we are trying to say here is this our faith our faith this christian faith has foundations it's coming from somewhere it's not a nice story it is a true story Praise the Lord, somebody. It is a true story with intent. And when we come to this uh, account that we looked at briefly here, we see what began to happen. Elijah was the one who was discouraged, who was going to run away. And God said to him, okay, not a problem. Go and find yourself a successor. You're going to find a man named Elisha. He's plowing with 12 yokes of, of oxen. That's like 12 caterpillars. Go and you know, choose him. He'll be your servant. And Elijah went through his cloak upon Elisha. Elisha said, okay, just wait, I'm coming. He turned and, you know, sacrificed everything, said bye-bye to his parents, and began to follow Elijah. I know that he must have heard quite a few things about Elijah before then. And as he followed him, the time came for the ministry of Elijah to end. And Elijah began to, I, I don't know what he was his, what his intention was When he would say to him stay here I don't know whether he wanted to carry the double portion And go back to heaven I don't know what his plans were Okay, But you know he can't even understand some people But anyway Thank God Elisha said what As the Lord lives I'm not what I'm not leaving. Praise the Lord I'm not, I'm not stopping I've come too far How many of us got born again this year Anybody here that is a believer that got born again this year So minimum you got born again over a year ago Am I right? So, for some of us, we are talking about a faith of 25 years. How many have been born again for up to 25 years? Praise God! 30 years, 15 years, 10 years. I'm not seeing hands. 10 years, five years, three years. So, for if for three years you have been on this path, you're not you're not you're not a a recruiter. Are you getting what I'm saying? Elisha said to Elijah, do you know what I left to follow you? Do you know how many, you know, uh, crops I would have harvested? Twelve yoke of oxen. And then all of a sudden we just wave bye-bye and I turn and I go. Then I return to my family. They say, what happened? I say, Elijah has gone. Elisha has come back. Please give me another yoke. Let me go and start farming again. He said, listen to me, old man. I am not what, leaving you. This thing I've started, I'm going to see the end. Is that the kind of determination you're pressing your Christianity with? You know, we've said it here that part of the challenges we have with marriages, you know, in the modern world today, is that most people get into marriage with an expectation. Or not an expectation. Let's call it a provision. That if it doesn't work, they'll work. Isn't it? So they, they, in, in, in the developed world, there's something they call prenup, okay? I don't know what they call it here. But when our fathers got married, when the woman moved into her husband's home, what happened? It was the end of the conversation. That family became her family, became everything. No matter what happened, she was stuck there. Now, when you're stuck in a place, you learn to make the best of what you have. Now I'm not saying that Christianity You will learn to make the best Because it is the best But I'm saying that if you become a Christian And you have provision to be provoked Nobody should be able to annoy you To the extent of not coming to church Nobody should be able to provoke you To the extent of losing Or missing your place Or your assignment in the house of God Is somebody getting me? I may have told this story And a few people may have heard it you know who I call my pastor, Pastor Tony Rapp? When I was very new in church, maybe three months, four months, six months in church, or maybe, I don't know, maybe more than that, but not I hadn't become a worker, just churchgoer. This man in the middle of service pointed, that person there wearing white shirt. Why are you not singing? Stand up. And it was a miyake. Okay? And I was, you know how I love to sing. It's recently that I know I can't sing, but I used to think I could sing, man. You know, he said, stand up there. Why you not sing? Embarrass me in the whole church. Now the devil is very wicked. He wanted to discourage me. But do you know what? I didn't even remember it at the end of service. It meant nothing to me. Why? Because I had found this God and I said, For the rest of my life, what will I do? I will follow him. Elisha said to Elijah. This thing you're saying now. Maybe you should have tried it 20 years ago. And it would have made sense. I cannot come this far. I cannot believe God this far. I cannot experience God. I cannot come this far. And then begin to ask myself. Is it it or is it not it? I cannot John the Baptist this thing. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? John the Baptist was the one that said. I didn't know him But the one who sent me said to me, upon the one you see what? The dove descending on. That is the one. Remember also John the Baptist in the womb acknowledged Jesus. So there were witnesses beyond his flesh. But when he allowed his flesh to take place, he denied what he should know. May your flesh never speak for your spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. What am I trying to say, child of God? You and I must determine this year. Nothing will keep us back. I, I, I bless God for the testimony of Kevin. Is Kevin here? Someone was telling me that Kevin, during his Joyful training, did not have money to attend a class. He trekked from Katambé to Wuse to to attend a, 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 a joyful training class. That's a Christian. That's the type of testimonies I like to hear. Not that somebody gave me $50 million. You know why? That man knows something. That man does what? Knows something. It's like where we are now, the time that the world is in now. And I beg us and I must insist, everybody must exercise caution in this time that we're in, you know, to just do whatever you need to do. But you see, don't come and tell me you can't do some things because uh, this is happening. If anybody can fly in a plane under this condition, if anybody can lodge in a hotel. When this whole thing started, I say hotel no more. Plane no more. You know what? Hotel, you don't know who moved out. Everything you use is public space. Then you enter plane. They dropped 250 people. Then they come out. You enter again. And then all of you are like this. And then it's coming to church with all this space that is going to be a challenge for you. Can't you see you're playing tricks on yourself? Business meeting. Corona is not there. Corona doesn't attend business meetings. Corona does not attend parties. Corona does not attend, you know, get-togethers with some cush people, you know, some very tush, nice people you like. When is that one? Corona is, is not existing. But when is the one the Lord wants you to do? That's when you have to apply wisdom. The devil is a liar. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? The devil is a liar. We have a faith that has what? foundation. What I'm trying to say is this. It's depending on your level of revelation I said to myself And that is what you say to yourself A medical doctor Will he, because of corona Not go to the hospital Instead, what does he do? Because of corona, what does he do? He actually works longer hours Your a medical doctor, what's going on? They're putting in more hours They're putting, why? Now, because of bandits and kidnappers On Abuja way. Do military now avoid the road? What happens? The military award Posted to the road. You know why? Because they carry the solution. If you see yourself as a victim, wrong. But if you see yourself as more than a conqueror. Anointed for this season. A carrier of God's power. Then this is the time you must stand and be bold. And declare the counsel of the Lord. Why? This is the faith we have. We are called salt. Salt doesn't work on salt. Salt works salt on where there's possibility or even already decay light we shine in darkness that's who we are so we are not confused praise the lord we have a sense the other day also i was and the lord said if the officers of this government can defend this government can tell us there is security you know the governors once came back and said they are happy with the way the president is handling security how many of us saw the news eh in this Nigeria if they can say that then me that I'm a preacher of Jesus Christ the one who has never lost a battle the ancient of days the one who was the one who is the one who is to come I will now tell you to be afraid of something the one who conquered death I will now make you to be shaken when you hear something Do you understand who Jesus is? At the mention of the name of Jesus, not some knees. Every knee bows. Not just knees here. Knees in heaven. Knees under heaven. Knees in the past. Knees in the future. That name carries power. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It says no other name has been given. When that name is spoken, everywhere there is attention. That's the name you and I have. That is the faith we belong to. How can I minimize the power of Jesus under this circumstance god forbid let me tell the truth for Jesus is somebody getting what i'm saying we are believers you see it's not private if i come here and begin to tell you because i do this or because i do that no we are borrowers as we are going to see in this story when elijah when elijah went up what did elijah do who can do that any child can copy any child can replicate you see some children they do exactly what their mother does or what their father does and i'm sure some do what pastor does for you at home what did Elisha do Elisha picked the same mantle a few hours ago they got to the river jordan what did elijah do he struck and the river parted Elisha got there himself said okay i saw it i repeat it what did he say where is what the Lord God of Elijah. And he struck the water. What happened? The Lord God of Elijah answered. Why? Because he is God. He is God. He is the living God. When you call him in faith. What does he do? He answers. But if you don't call. Don't tell me he didn't answer you. One of the things that Lord Jesus Christ made clear to us. Is that in the last days. There will be perilous times. And then he said. When the son of Man returns. Will I find what? will i find faith our faith is under attack but i would have been afraid if our faith didn't have foundations you see elisha did not need a motivational speaker he just said <laughs> i passed here i've seen it work and he said what the same god who what just took me across now do you know the miracles do you know the things that are at the back of our faith For us to celebrate Christmas as a Christian, you know what you're saying? You're saying that a virgin can conceive. Praise the Lord. For you to celebrate Christmas as a Christian, you're saying that a virgin can conceive. Think of the logistics of that. Think of the biology behind that. You're saying that a virgin can all of a sudden begin to have something happen in her stomach. That's what you're saying. You're simply saying you believe in the supernatural. You believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then you you go to the end of the story, because of time. You go to the end of the story. And you're saying that a man, someone can be killed and buried. And they set soldiers to guard his tomb. And then the same man, without any effort, will get up. If you read that story, you know one of the accounts says he got up and neatly folded. He was not running away. Praise the Lord. Jesus did not escape from the grave. He got up and neatly folded the napkins. Kept it, arranged it well because he knew that it would be a tourist site. When he kept it after he left, he saw that the soldiers didn't know what had happened. He now requested that the stone wall would be rolled away. The stone was not moved away for Jesus to come out, because when he came out from the gate of death, the gate of death is higher and stronger than the stone. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He had already done the greatest. The Bible says he sport having sport principalities and powers. Now, see how it goes. The public show is when he now came before the soldiers. Let me show you what I did in the spirit. Because if he didn't do that, only the devil will know what he did to him. But when he did that, even the soldiers, they ran back to Herod and they just said, That man, my God. That's the faith we have. Child of God, we have a faith that is powerful. We follow a lineage of power. People before us have stopped the sun, people before us have parted seas, parted rivers. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, today, God has not withdrawn his power. Up to this moment, he's still excited by faith. Up to this moment, the word of God still says, the eyes of the Lord, they run to and fro." One of the things I desire for you is that this year, your faith will rise. Amen. That your faith will rise. And I don't want you to think that I'm asking you for a difficult thing. What is it that you're actually believing God for that has not been done? What is it? what is it that you're you're looking to you know to to receive or to have with this god that is something that is you know you you have no record of the Bible it says these things have been written and are recorded for our what examples i like maths because you see if you can study the example all you need to do is what follow the example copy the example and everything will begin to fall in place It says these things have been written for example so he says, call on me and what I will answer. Call on me and I will answer. Now, call on me. You know, Romans tells us how shall they call on him whom they have not heard? How shall they hear unless there is a preacher? Now, the reason we don't call many times, okay, is because I, I definitely most of us who are listening to me have heard. The reason we don't call is that his name has been diluted in our minds. That's why the Bible can tell us the weapons of our warfare are not cannon. But they are what? Mighty through God. To what? The pulling down of strongholds. Those strongholds are not concrete. Pulling down of strongholds. Okay? And casting down imaginations. And every high thing. Now, imagination. Where is imagination? Is imagination there? Where is it there? Where is imagination? Imagination is inside of me. Now, he said, if you call, I will answer. Isn't that what he said? He said, call on me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things which you did not know. Assured us. Assured us. Some call it God's phone uh, phone number. Jeremiah 33. Call on me, I'll answer you. But why don't we call? Because in our, inside of us, The name has been crowded with other news. With news of, do you know how many people this thing has killed? Do you know how many people that cannot, you know, buy a car? Do you know how many people that they are married? Do you know how many people? All of that, what they do is that what? They raise imaginations in you. So that when a situation arises, you don't have the faith to speak for the name of Jesus. The, the, the servants of the prophets here they, they, after, even after they saw all that happened, they still said to Elisha this thing is not a supernatural phenomenon, I'm sure Elijah is falling down somewhere this is where we just lifted him up and abandoned him somewhere, let us go and search for him Elisha was trying to tell them I beg, this man has gone, he's going to come back later they said no, let's go please, 50 strong men, we have 50 strong men let them go and find him. That was what they insisted on. until the, the, the Bible says they persuaded him until he was ashamed and let them go. And for three days they were searching. Why? Because they could not transit from the natural to the supernatural. Child of God, all I'm trying to say to us today is that the faith, this Christian faith you have that you have put your trust in, don't allow it to waste. Praise the Lord. Don't do what? Allow it to waste. When you take that mantle, when you take that faith, apply it, strike it on the Jordan. And I assure you, God is faithful. It will what? It will pass. Lay that hand on the sick and God will do. God will heal. Make that demand in that business environment. Call upon that favor. it God will answer you. But if you do not call, if you don't call, the Bible says if the foundation be destroyed, say what can the righteous do? What can the righteous do? So, so, this early, early day in the year, I want you to just meditate and check. Do I really know what I have? Do I really know what I have? Okay? I, I know it's long. I, I told us this, but when I was in the university, I belonged to the Pirates. What was it again? Pirates Confraternity, National Association of Sea Dogs. You see, because you belong to pirates, okay? And you knew that you had lecturers who were pirates. You had, you know, professors who were pirates. You had all kinds of people who were pirates. When you're working in the university, you worked with a swag. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why? Because you know that, you see, they, 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 had, they had some other ones. And those days they used to say they had black hats, all of that. And, and the, the people, you know, they used to make us laugh at them because say these ones... They just started it out of, you know, uh, what was it called? Out of frustration. All those that were not accepted into the Paris confraternity, they were going to start this. But your own has foundation. They will tell us then that it is the original seven. We'll show showing kind the of rest. You know, just tell us kinds of stories so that if you're walking. This is how we used to walk, you know. Being sure that people who cannot answer you, we put confidence in them. But today, you belong to a faith. That he has said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. That's what he said. He says, lo, I am what? With you always, even, even, unto the end. He said, God, this our God, is able to save what? To the uttermost, uttermost." That means he can save in the biggest. He can also save in the tiniest of matters that's the god we belong to we have a faith that there is nothing you bring to god you say shut up there's nothing you go to him for there's nothing you cry and go to him this is a concern for me and you say to you why are you disturbing me god is never disturbed he says i've inscribed you upon the palms of my hands and he just didn't do that wishing he paid the price he paid the price. So when we come today and we go to take of the communion and take off his flesh and his blood, child of God, I want you to be energized. I want you to step out of church with a bounce. I want you to lift up your head and take your shoulders back. Why? Because your faith has foundation. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the author and the finisher of our faith. Let's rise on our feet, everybody. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Pastor Ekenna is not the author of your faith. Bishop Soso so is not the author of your faith. No, no, no. The Catholic Church is not the author. It came from heaven, it came from God Himself, from the throne. And right now, your name is being measured. The Bible says, He ever lived to do, to make intercession. It goes from the ageless past and it goes to the ageless future. Forever, oh Lord, the word of God is settled and His work is settled, His work is established. Why should I fear? Why should I fear? Why should I fear? Why should I be in panic? Why should any news trouble me? Jordan should have held Elisha back. But you know what Jordan became for him? Jordan became a platform to announce his new ministry. Is somebody here with me? Child of God, if you know the faith that you belong to, then you can know that in this year, when the devil makes the mistake of permitting challenges to come your way, you know what they are? They are free public, uh, what? public uh, relations services. Because that very trouble, as you apply the name of Jesus in that situation, will be turned into what? A testimony. Let's give the Lord our praise. 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 Let's give him our praise. Let's give him our praise. Because we serve a mighty God. Deuteronomy 32. You can put it on the screen for me please. Verse 3 and 4. It says, ascribe greatness to our God. Deuteronomy 32 verse 3 and 4. It says, for he is. Ascribe greatness to our God. Verse 4. It says, for he is the rock. His work is what? Perfect for all his ways are what justice, a God of truth, and without what injustice, righteous and upright is he. This is Moses' song. If you have time, when you go home, read the entire chapter. Look at another song by David. These are men that encounter this God. Moses said, He is the rock. His work is what? Perfect. For all his ways are just. Now, second, Samuel 22 verse 2. See the way David put it. And that is what I want it to be for you this year. Anybody? Can you see what is on the screen? What I seen on the screen? What has changed? Moses said, he is the rock. David said, he is my rock. May that be your testimony this year. May this God of the Bible be your God. May you become a living witness. That miracles still happen. That the supernatural. The spiritual. Is more real than the physical. May your colleagues come and tell you. There is something about you. Listen child of God. We have history. Daniel was living. And they said to him. The spirit of the living God is inside of you. They said to Jacob. Even though he was a man, I have realized that God has blessed me because of you. May you bring back such testimonies this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord, somebody. Are we ready to go to the table of communion? Hallelujah. We we, we encourage those who prepare their own, they can come with us. We also have it available for ourselves here. Praise the Lord. So, as we wait for the communion, I want you to pray. Don't lose the moment. I, I need you to just be praying. To pray, to pray for yourself. Even for this year, I have faith. I belong to a faith that has foundations. That has, I'm not wishing it. So somebody says, I'm trying. We, 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 We experience it. We download it. We call it down. Why? Because it is existing. God of faithfulness. you been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09 290 9000 or 0703 You can find us online at www that the god bless you